Hello and welcome to From the Hip Flask with me, Rob Allenson, spirits writer and bass player. In these liquid love letters, we ask some of the drinks world's biggest names what they would take with them if they were cast away into the unknown. Five spirits, one luxury and one album. Discover the choices and the reasons why from our castaways as we delve into From the Hip Flask. Welcome to this current episode of From the Hip Flask, a little track there I've been working on with a thing called an octave pedal. This when you cut out the normal bass signal adds a really subby sine wave electronic note which is great fun to play with but I think you can probably only pick it up with headphones and it's panned over to one side so if you fancy it go back have another listen, if you like it let me know. Um, always always willing to hear what these these pieces of music sound like to other people i quite enjoy them but you know you might not right then let's get on with the show welcome to the new episode of from the hip flask and this week we are going to cast away a man from behind the stick that many of you know, so please introduce yourself. Certainly, my name, uh, hello everybody, my name is Alessandro Palazzi. I've been working in hospitality since I finished my catering school in Italy, that's where I come from, Le Marche, in 1975, and uh, came to England to learn English, still here because I haven't learned properly. <laughs> and uh, at present, I mean, and, just before this mess, I've been uh, the bar manager at Jukes, bar Jukes Hotel in St. James since 2007. Cool, and so how long have you been in the hospitality industry now? Legally, legally, <laughs> since, <laughs> okay. since, 90, since 1975. But uh, when I was younger, you know, in Italy, 
especially in those days, there wasn't all the health and safety we have it today. So in the summer, I used to work behind the bar, but not to make cocktail, of course. My only thing I was able to do at, at that time, it was uh, espresso corretto in Italy. We drink espresso, either adding with a bit of ferme branca, depending on the taste, or adding uh, cognac, or sambuca. Those was the three, uh, that's it. And then uh, once I finished catching school uh, uh, October 75, then I came straight to England. And uh, so I've been, uh, I've been in hospitality league since 1975, where my career brought me to obviously bartender is where I am. But also I was very lucky to work in Paris as a sommelier bartender. And also I, to learn the front of the house, I also did some restaurant management in restaurants. But uh, in my heart, my soul, I'm a bartender. Okay, Alessandro. So, what's your first whiskey that you're going to take with you? Like I've been 16 years old. A good choice. And, and why? Why are you taking this? Because it was my first, it was my first whiskey. I put a comment in um, Instagram, Colin Dan. Our friend, crazy Colin Dan, was doing a, a kind of a, what you call a competition, who said the best thing. And uh, because when I finished catering school, the teacher who we completely gave him a nervous breakdown because we were quite naughty, but I liked us because we were honest, took out for drink to say goodbye to us, to his favorite, uh, there were uh, five of us, included him. And this is in a small town near where I come from in the market. And uh, he asked the bartender there to serve us in a Bordeaux glass. And I remember like it is today, uh, a shot of a government, which I didn't know what it was. I didn't know, all I knew was whiskey. But he told us not to touch it. And he kind of gave us the history behind, the background of the whiskey. He was trying to explain. and. Uh, to be honest, I wasn't listening. All I just want to drink. I saw these things and the smell of pit came to my nose, but I wasn't allowed to drink. And he went on for, I would say, at least 15 minutes, but it sounds like if he was going on for hours. So when we were allowed to drink and sip it, and he told us the procedure, you know, at the young age, something like so pit that you ought to go, yeah, I loved it. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> I don't know, because of the waiting time we have to wait so it's just i fell in love straight away and there has always been my favorite style of whiskey is the lagavulin and i was very lucky to be in the distillery a few times yeah of course it was where we we first met uh, a few years ago exactly doing things for for them where i come out with this negroni torbato in honor of il dottore he's my hero so in the whiskey world he's one of my hero and uh, he, you know he did quite a lot of, uh, for me yeah yeah and do you how do you prefer do you drink it uh, neat on the rocks or do you do a Dave Broom and put coke in it as well no that was again that's a very good question because and then I go back to Dottore as well and at the beginning I used to be like uh, the square one you just put a little bit of water no ice oh my god when I was younger then through times as you get older you realize and 
and the first one was actually Dr. Morgan. And one of, uh, I've been very lucky to go to Ireland many times to do the whiskey festival with COVID, thanks to the Torre. And um, he took us out for dinner to Southern Q. And uh, I was having, instead of dessert, cheese. And he asked the people in the restaurant to, to bring a shot of uh, Lagavulin 16. And I, I was so pleased. Uh, and then I tasted it, and it's amazing. Now I tell everybody. From Isla, where are you taking us next then, Alessandro? Uh, region-wise with whiskey? Yeah, wherever you want to go. Whiskey, or, I mean, you are known for your gin and your martinis, so we're... we're yeah, which... <laughs> Sorry to interrupt, which is a good thing, but uh, the, the, also whiskey. Whiskey is one of my passions, and I love gin. But uh, another thing I would like to take you is to Japan. Uh, Japan is a country I was very lucky, again, like uh, Scotland, to go there and do... In 2012, I was invited to do the first marshal in Tokyo. And uh, for me, it was something I was waiting for a long time, because... I always been a lover of uh, also Japanese whiskey before they become so famous and expensive. And <laughs> yeah. people used to laugh at me. The same thing I used to promote and say how wonderful the bassi, the bartender. And people used to laugh, oh, Japan, they don't know, they copy everything. And uh, so very luckily, very luckily, um, because I always emphasize I'm a bartender, not messer. I'm a bartender. So a couple of times when they said, do we need to pay you? No, 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 no. I said, you just give me some whiskey. I'd be very happy. Even if, you know, for me to, it's like when I go to Ireland, it's a, a privilege to be there. The same in Japan. The fact to go to Japan, a country I always want to visit. And uh, so, and now I'm laughing because I have a few bottles of uh, 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 Japanese whiskey with people till like that, which I keep in my uh, uh, private collection and open uh, some of them uh, to celebrate, especially when we come out from this mess. And uh, the only thing is, it's scary because some of this whiskey, the price has just gone berserk, absolutely berserk. And I remember buying for something like uh, 80, 80, 90 pounds. I drank one bottle. Luckily, the other day I found another bottle stuck somewhere in my shed. <laughs> They're now selling for some crazy price. Drink number three, spirit number three. What would you? What, what are you going to take? Because we've we've now we've talked about two whiskies. Um, there's a med. Gin. Yeah, gin. gin. Yes, let's move gin. on to gin. So, gin, gin. to drink number three. What are you going to take? Uh, that is a little bit uh, complicated. There are so many genes I would love to. Uh, but but if I can I choose three genes? No, you can only choose one. <laughs> okay. One this time. In that case, yeah. <laughs> there's a beautiful gene made in, uh, believe it or not, made in Kenya called Prochera. Um, beautiful. It's not cheap, but today is you know, uh, good quality things, you have to appreciate the price. Because obviously it comes in a beautiful unmade uh, uh, bottle by the local people. So it's all about the local. And um, it's called the, 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 the Procera, which is a juniper, only grows in that part of the world. No, it's just, it's, it's a wonderful, wonderful gin. 
number four. What are you going to... Where are we going to go now? To Anamaro. Oh. Anamaro, which is... Uh, um, uh, I'll spell it for you. It's an Italian amaro made by, for many, many years, like all the amaro that was for digestive, in a chemist in Toscana, in Tuscany, called Kina. C-H-I-N-A, Antica Elixir, which is uh, the, the, the actual original recipe is from the 1884. Where is it? Yeah, okay. And, and, oh, beautiful. And for those who aren't uh, you know, sort of familiar with Famaro, how, how would you drink this? What would you do with it? Again, this is, you can recreate, you know, these days people, are, like I was saying before, a lot of uh, uh, consumer, they are much more knowing what they drink. They are not driven. In the old days when I start, we only had as a bartender not as many choice of brand as we have it today. And uh, for us bartender, all these older product come back alive. It allows us to make classic like a Negroni. So uh, you can use uh, to make a different way of Negroni or in, with gin, not only Negroni, you can make uh, the Vespa with it. You can make it, uh, I use in a different cocktail. And all I like on his own with ice. And uh, if I drink with ice, I just put a splash of soda with a, a zest of lemon. Nice. Oh, that sounds sounds perfect for uh, island life. Yes, exactly. Because also, I was just looking at the bottle to see how much is that. It's only 33 ABV, so it's got its kicks. So like I said, you can uh, knit after, you know, a heavy uh, plate of pasta, <laughs> after <laughs> yes. big carbonara, or like I say, for something light, because I use it as an aperitive as well, uh, you know, during the afternoon, with uh, ice, nice zest organic, and not now you cannot find it, but when we were free, a nice organic lemon from a mouth in a special soda. Simple, beautiful. The final drink, number five. What's your last choice going to be? Again, uh, this time, then I'll explain why I would take so I can make not only drink and drink. It's um, spice red vermouth from Sacred. So, um. Sacred not only make gin and vodka, they made a different vermouth. And they got this recipe, and I was very lucky to get involved with him. And again, I emphasize. I do not make anything. The distiller make the drink. Again, sometimes you get naughty buttons that they say, I make, I make, and they put the name, but I don't do that. I am absolutely against that kind of effort. And uh, I was very lucky to, many years ago, when I realized there would be the boom of gin, after that, I knew Vermouth would come back, people realized, because 20, 30 years ago, bartenders they were quite snooty about this product. You know, you take Aperol, uh -huh. If I suggest 25 years ago, Apple, people in Italy, they would look, Apple, yeah, now is a big thing. The same thing is the vermouth compound this product because, again, I repeat myself, he allowed us, bartender, to recreate classic with a twist. I can take it because then I can make a Negroni in my... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you, you, you may also become the island's bartender for everybody else as well, so always handy. <laughs> Before we send you off to the island then, Alessandro, we are going to give you a luxury 
and an album to keep you company. We'll give you a record player just so you can have the proper sort of, it can become a hipster island. Um, <laughs> so so what, what's your luxury and your album? Luxury? The luxury will be, if I go to the island, is to bring my mixing glass and shaker. Ah, okay. So I like to collect... I'm, I'm very lucky where I live, southeast. There's, um, uh, I often go, I like cycling to Crystal Palace, and there's a market there, wonderful market, where the prices are very reasonable. And I find glasses, uh, barware, cocktail shakers, and things like that for very, very reasonable price. And uh, so, for instance, I have a, you probably saw my last couple of videos I did on Instagram. Uh, mixing glass, which is from the 50s, with all the uh, different figures of toreros. It's all about uh, animals, people with uh, horses or kangaroo, and represent a different country with the animal. And uh, for instance, you got the cowboy, so it's in his, and also you got the matador uh, with the bull, and it's a beautiful, and I think I paid 10 pounds. Ah, oh, right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I always found this, uh, uh, like I said, cocktail shaker, the price absolutely very reasonable. As well as the luxury then, Alessandro, we're going to let you take an album with you. So what, what are you listening to? What do you want to take with you to your island to listen to? One of the first albums I ever listened who introduced me to intelligent hip-hop, and I've been listening to hip-hop, this type of hip-hop, since the 80s is uh, Boogie Down Production by KRS One, KRS One. Yeah. Um, called Build and Destroy, and um, that's the name of the album. And um, for me, he's a poet. Uh, it's I listen over and over and over again, where the kids and the wife wants to kill me because they don't like the type of music. I love it. <laughs> so for some people they'll find that quite surprising because obviously you're known for your very um, dapper appearance and then of course in Dukes and then and hiding in the background these old school beats coming off so. yeah but because you know it's like it, it's like I was saying the process it doesn't matter you know it's never judge the book by the covers yeah um, yeah when there's some good things I like good music and like I said this is intelligent obviously hip hop now has got that kind of image you have to wear the cap upside down the medallion the fake Rolex and all that stuff I'm not interested on that profile I'm interested because of uh, what he promotes and the text what he says you know one of the lyrics and I always said is amazing what he says is the only solution is organized revolution now and he said that uh, 25 years ago and, uh, such a short sentence but you know unfortunately revolution they're not organized the only solution is organized revolution and that's why I found him uh, like I said for me he's a poet and yeah. I like that kind of bit the other reason country they knew and doctor where you're a musician I cannot play an instrument I have a, for instance if I whistle I think I'm in tune I'm completely flat, and I try in my youth to learn to play guitar and piano and uh, trumpet, and uh, I felt all the time because I, I, you know, when I discover, like I said, the sound of Paris one, which is boom, 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 
it suits me perfect. I found the rhythm. Well, yeah. other people they say, why you listen to that? Especially the wife. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, I'm sure that we could get some of your uh, regular customers to club together to see you appear in a, an upside down cap and big gold chains, and you know, no, when, <laughs> when this lockdown's over, the the, the bling <laughs> martini. <laughs> so alessandro thank you so much for your time and uh we'll we'll say have fun on the island and uh best of luck and thanks for joining us no thank you rob thank you to bring me to other island and like i said the lovely conversation thank you so much how do people follow you if you're on social media? Um, I mean, other than obviously coming into Dukes and seeing you in action when all this is over, but how? Where? What are you on social media? Where can we see you? But there are two. There are one, which is my private one, which I do it, and uh, uh, which is on Instagram, which is Amanda Alessandro Palazzi bartender. Uh, because often people they say maestro, I hate that word because I'm not maestro. My wife is a teacher, and uh, I just like to be called bartender. That's what I am, bartender. Yeah. Then Duke's bar, but I don't do it. Uh, the the marketing at Duke's, they also post things in the Duke's bar website. But my private one on Instagram is the, and uh, it's quite funny because whenever. And as you know, bartender, we finished quite late. Yeah. In the old days, I would watch, I always love watch, watch news. Now when I come home, I just do things on Instagram. And, uh, and I quite enjoy it because I just put it in my idea the Instagram. I don't put a picture of my family. I don't put a picture of my cats. It's all about drinks, whiskey, sometimes cigars. And my thing is to show people so people can reproduce it people can get an idea because the, again another thing I despise sometimes when I hear bartender or oh, I have a secret recipe that is all bollocks because we all copy each other we all come out with like that everything has been invented yeah for me the only bartender in the last 30 years who actually invent something was Dick Branson with espresso martini and with a bramble uh-huh. otherwise we all copy and uh, so I put my stuff there so for people especially now people can reproduce it can make a home, can find the idea the inspiration you know going back to the martini someone said to me why are you giving your secret away I said no what do you mean the secret I want people what I learn to pass the knowledge I learn and then put over there so people can do it or can also inspire me to change it to make it even better because in that we have a conversation edition thanks to alessandro for his illuminating chat and his answers and also for creating our first negroni in isolation going to leave you with a little bit of krs1 he appeared on the scene in about mid 1980s and i'm going to leave you with a track from his first solo album but if you're an R.E.M. fan, you may already have heard him. He is the rapper off their album Out of Time, Radio Song. That's him singing and rapping with Michael Stipe. 
Anyway, thanks for listening, and this is from the 1993 album Return of the Boom Bat. This is KRS-One and out of here. Thanks, folks, and see you next time. Thank you.